Welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast, which is featured in Feedspot's top 10 of emotional abuse podcasts. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and in here, we explore the areas where others fear to tread. I'm the founder of The Divorce Sanctuary and Wound Talking. I'm also author of Finding Lily, The A to Z of Emotional Abuse and Divorce Matters. I've been a woundologist for over 20 years, working with past life wounds, clearing ancestral trauma and working with this life wounding. It's through my own personal journey I know how much this hurts and how confusing life becomes. So many questions, no real answers. I'm on a mission to educate as many people as I can on the effects of trauma on our lives and our children's lives, healing those wounds and healing the wounds of our mothers and our fathers. It stops here, it stops now and it stops with us. So welcome along for the journey of a lifetime. And welcome, welcome, welcome along. You're so very welcome here. I have got a nice warm mug of tea with me. I want to talk this week about healing wounds. And originally my focus was going to be the comparison. Actually, this is how I wrote Divorce Matters. I was writing another book called Three Things You Should Never Do, Divorcing a Narcissist. And I came across a worksheet. And in that worksheet, it was telling you how, you know, giving you ideas of how to divorce. And I thought, oh, this would be a really good YouTube video. And I can do a comparison between divorcing a relatively emotionally stable or healthy person versus an emotionally abusive person. And so today I actually want to do this comparison with healing, healing a wound that is physical on your body versus healing an emotional wound. This is quite an interesting comparison, I believe, but then it is a little bit of passion of mine. So the other thing is a comment was made that my belief is that people should walk away from a divorce process and that isn't true. My belief is that you should check who or what is running your divorce and making sure it isn't a wound, the same as who is running your life. And the workshop that I'm running at the end of October, that I finally got around setting a date, it's the 28th of October. And those wounds, it's, it's so important to get in contact with them and make sure that they're not running your life, that they're not running your divorce, they're not running how you interact, they are not reacting um, that we're responding. So it's from these wounds that we need to heal. And they can be in all walks of life. It doesn't have to be just from abusive relationships. There was an analogy that I really want to share with you and it came up in a, I want to say conversation. These were voice notes that were being swapped with a friend. And I was made a comment and said and and made this uh, analogy and so I want to share I'm hoping I will it will fall in and I'll be sharing that with you to help you understand because this is the whole thing it's and this is what the course is going to be it's called the power of words and the reason I've called it the power of words I have been in two minds whether it is the right title but the power of words is how words can destroy us and but how equally they can build us up and it can be the same sentence it can be the same statement I think that's a good one it could be a statement that's made and in the workshop what I want to do is share a three-step process 
and which is in line with the work that I do with the original wound, honest conversations. And I want to share these techniques with you to help you understand what's going on in your body and be able to communicate and this is multi-dimensional stuff so this is communicating it could be communicating energetically it could be listening to your body and communicating that way it could be that you communicate with your inner child that might be the one that wants to come and communicate with you and it's so powerful honestly so powerful and it's about harnessing this energy and working with these wounds that we can then transform into something and that allow us to transform our lives. Now, I don't know whether you're like me and a bit squeamish, but I want you to somehow imagine some sort of wound, whether it's something that you recall or whether it's something that you've seen on somebody else. It might have happened to you. You might have seen it on the TV or in a film. And somebody has an accident and it needs medical attention. What do you do? You take a person or you take yourself or you are taken to get treatment whether that's in an A&E department or a doctor's surgery or community hospitals. And I've had to deal with this a few times, actually. And the one that's jumping to mind is one of my children. And they had an accident, caught their mouth and had a really nasty cut on their lip. And we ended up initially at a community hospital because this had happened at a, a club and they were only six years old, I think, at the time. And I got a phone call to say this accident happened. They'd meet me at the community hospital. It was closed when we got there. So I took my child and drove them to the A&E department at the hospital that was closest. And we were seen quite quickly and told they were going to give her an injection and uh, put a couple of stitches in it. Some of this actually is like somebody stepped in and, and helped in some way because we went in and got assessed. But for some reason, there wasn't a pediatric doctor available. And we ended up just seeing someone who said he was just going to put a stitch, one stitch in there is what he said. Then he arranged for her to have this injection. Apparently, it's some drug that they gave rugby players when they dislocated their shoulder it, it takes them into a slightly uh, different place and to enable them to uh, maneuver the shoulder back into place and what happened was we put in this room and over a period of time she went right the way through the phase and nobody came back to see us so they called in from time to time to check how she was getting on but they missed the moment that the, this drug had taken effect and made her a bit giggly is how i remember it so in the end they decided that they'd transfer her up to a hospital in london and i had to get up really early arrange for very much other children to be in various different places and go up with her we went up to london and she actually ended up having plastic surgery and she's got such a tiny 
tiny scar on her lip that you can see it in certain angles and when she's got a suntan it's very but it's very fine now had this other doctor put two stitches in there she would have a really nasty scar and to me these sort of things and the emotional wounding that happens in our body is very similar so if we take that scenario of my daughter not being treated by a plastic surgeon and having this really nasty scar on her face and growing up from the age of six I mean the trauma of, of that for her was horrific the, even if you have a physical wound they can still be you can still be affected emotionally emotional wounds are huge and we get uh, they get overlooked nobody sees the the trauma that happens because you can't see it and as I said, if my daughter hadn't been treated in that way, she could have this horrific scar and she wanders around for the rest of her life with this mark on her face. It was a complete accident. Nobody was at fault. She skidded on a floor and she hit a radiator. Just one of these things that happen. If you broke an arm or a leg or a bone in your body and it's not treated and it starts to heal and it deforms or it will heal in the wrong at the wrong position emotional wounds if you take the emotional wound and think of it in the same way as a physical wound they need healing and to me it's so important to be able to communicate to communicate with the trauma and the emotion to find out really what's going on so the original wound work that i do is finding where it started finding the root cause of the trauma and we replicate things we replicate relationships we replicate scenarios it's as if someone or something in us is trying to shake us and say i need attention please help me remove these wounds and this is how i see our emotional wounding or the trauma that's trapped in our body. Trauma gets trapped in our body and it lands in areas. They might be representative of the place or the event. So it might be a romantic breakup. It might be that the trauma lands in or around the heart. And when I work with people on a one-to-one -one basis, that's what we do. We track these wounds down. And this is some of the work that I started out doing with the past life energetics is finding where the trauma was in the body and it came through to be healed in this lifetime through our past life experiences. And it's come up for healing. And this is exactly what's going on in this body. And wouldn't it be great that we actually don't have to go and experience another lifetime bringing this trauma that we've experienced in this lifetime for healing in another lifetime? What if we could just do it now? And you can. And as I said, I'm running a workshop 28th of April. It's on uh, April, 28th of October. It's online. Maybe I'm also running it next year. 2024 28th of april i'll make a note of that date and uh and see what that is yeah wouldn't it be great that we could actually deal with that if we could actually heal those emotions and we can we really can we can deal with it we don't have to come back in another lifetime and experience it or bring it up or experience something similar another relationship where we've or whatever it is the trauma that we've experienced and it is absolutely possible emotional wounds land in the body trauma lands in the body creates a weakness i've had 
so many clients where we work together and I guide them through this process of removing these wounds, transforming them into something that we can remove out of the body. Emotional wounding is painful. If you've gone through an emotionally abusive relationship, coercive relationship, a narcissistic, uh, experienced narcissistic abuse, if you've experienced abuse at the, t- at the hands of a psychopath or a sociopath, nobody is going to understand unless somebody else has experienced it. They're never going to get what you're going through they're never going to understand that pain. It's completely different. Divorces, they're completely different. Emotionally divorcing is really helpful when you're going through a divorce. It's crucial when you're going through a a divorce with an emotional abuser because that relationship was a natural relationship. It was formed in a different way. Everything moved very fast. Everything was magnified. It was louder. It was bigger. It was brighter. It was more powerful. You were in that relationship a lot quicker. There was bonding that happened that was manipulated. And there might have been moments. And the reason I say this, because this is did happen to me. There were moments when I saw the red flags and there were moments when I tried to get out and I missed my opportunity. I didn't manage to step off that roundabout as it was getting to that point where I could have safely, I might have, you know, might have put my foot down and I might have lost balance, but I got sucked back in. I was told to stay on that roundabout because something amazing was going to happen and we were meant to be together. We were supposed to be together. We were soulmates. I was the only person that understood him. And I'm sure those statements were said again and again and again to other people. And I'm sure I wasn't the first person that heard them. This emotional wounding is so much like a physical wound. And as I said, you would not take someone who's broken their leg or broken an arm or broken a wrist or split their head open. You'd want somebody to look at it, to make sure that it was clean, to make sure that if it needed stitches, it got stitches. If it needed sticking over with, with the micro tape that was all matched up properly, there wasn't going to be or the scar was minimal. This is what we need to do with emotional wounds. And when I talk about divorce, it was this statement that was made and it was like, but you believe that we should just be walking away from these relationships. I really, really don't. I believe you should be checking in and seeing who or what is running the divorce and making sure that it isn't a wounding that is running it. And when I say that, what I mean is you're not wanting to fight for things that are going to be meaningless to you in the future. And one of my examples is that, you know, you've got something and it might be a picture. That was This is one of the things I used to use. It might be a picture that hangs on the wall and you bought it together and you went and it was a meaningful place that you went to. It might be something that you picked. You saw it in the in a gallery window and it was expensive and you did it all together and that means something to you. Both of you are arguing over this picture. Like who is running this? My biggest fear is the legal cost of doing this and the cost of divorce is huge. And if you were spending thousands of pounds on letters and communication and arguing over a picture and it's a wounding within you that says, 
why the hell should you have that picture? It was me. It was my, I, I saw it. I was on the spotted it. I paid for it. Why should you have that? And then you win and you hang it up on your wall. And every time you look at it, that shouts out to you, I cost you £10,000 or I cost you £5,000. What was asking for that? That might be legitimate and it might not be a wounding. But if there's a wound in there that is of injustice of what happened that's running your divorce, then let's look at this wound of injustice. And if we can heal that wound, now do you want that picture? Now do you want whatever it is? It might be something else, a piece of jewellery. I'd never tell anybody to walk away from something, but I want you to understand what is running your divorce, what is running your relationship, and that is crucial. And this wounding, emotional wounding, really important to understand. When you know that you you are responding and not reacting, then you know that what you're doing is the right process. When you spiral out, that's usually a wounding, an emotional wounding. Maybe it's that you need to process something. This is why it's so crucial to be able to tune into your body, to talk to your wounds, to ground yourself, make sure you are grounded in your body. Remember, your brain was told a lie. The whole relationship was a lie from start to finish. You were forced into something that perhaps you might not have been given the full facts. I'm not going to use the other analogy today. I'm actually, I think I'll record a whole podcast on it next week. But if you want more information, I'm going to put the link to the workshop that I'm running on the 28th of October, not April, but the 28th of October this year. It's online. Put all the links and all the details in the description box. Love it if you come and join me. I really, really want to share this stuff. I've been doing it for 20 odd years. I've been using it on myself. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I have a moment where I think, oh my gosh, and then I realise, ah, there's a wounding. There's a wounding. So this tool that I want to share with you in this workshop or the three-step process, these tools that I want to share with you are lifelong tools. It isn't just for this. It can be for lots of other things that are going on in your life and that will come up. So I hope this week has been helpful to understand what's going on, how important and what the difference is. Look, you go to a doctor, you go to a hospital, you go and get something physical fixed, you get it looked at. You wouldn't put a plaster over something that was broken. You wouldn't put microtape on something that really needed stitches and yet we overlook the emotional stuff we overlook the emotional wounds it's like saying there 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 you know it's okay it isn't okay I'm in various different groups and forums and I am not that person that says oh you'll get over it time heals everything he's gonna regret one day leaving you no this stuff needs healing now these wounds are real much like a physical wound these wounds are, are real and you can do something to help yourself and you can do it now so this is for you this is a tool for you that you can take and use for the rest of your life it's so powerful when you are able to communicate with your body. As I said, I hope this has been useful. I'm sending you loads and loads of love until next time.